When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. McFarland, McFarland Energy, thanks so much for sponsoring the Brad Foe Show. And this is a good one. You know why? Because it is timely and it is entertaining. There you go. Uh, Bill Miller. Bill Miller joins us exactly to the day this podcast dropped. 18 years to the day Bill Miller came up with what I think is one of the biggest hits in Red Sox history. We all know the Dave Roberts deal in Game 4 of the American League Championship Series in 2004. They kept things alive. Well, the guy who drove him in that night in game four with Bill Miller, single up the middle against Mariano Rivera. And we talk about that at bat. And it's some really, really interesting stuff in terms of how they were approaching, how he was approaching Rivera. You want nuts and bolts about that at bat, about that legendary bat? You're going to get it, along with some great stories about the chase for the 2003 batting title. He won the 2003 batting title. Remember, this guy was the starting third baseman for the Red Sox for two of the best teams that they had, 2003-2004. Great, great hitter, and we really appreciate him jumping on the Bradford Show here to, to reflect, and not only to reflect, but to also break down. He was a hitting coach for a long time, he is a hitting coach, and really look at like where the game is going in terms of hitting. So I think that... Uh, I think it's, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one, not only because it's exactly 18 years to the day that Bill Miller entered into the hist- history books, the most important history books, the ones that lead to World Series for the Boston Red Sox, but also just because there's a lot to talk about with Miller. So here you go. Subscribe, rate, review. You know the deal. Going to keep him coming all week long. Here you go, Bill Miller. All right, Bill, uh, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, first of all, you know, I remember covering that 2003 team going back. I mean, that team was – that was one of my favorite teams ever to be around. It was one of my first teams to be around. Um, And, by the way, congratulations on winning the batting title that year. I remember being, Bill, being in the Vinoy the year – I think it was a day before the last game. And, like, you were on the cuffs of winning the batting title. Do you remember what that feeling was like? Yeah, it was actually great because we were in the hunt for that wild card, and that completely uh, helped me be distracted to uh, worry about the team instead of being so self-centered and worry about this batting title thing. And and, uh, if I would have just had that to think (laughs) about instead of uh, fighting for this wild card and, and trying to help the team I would have been a complete disaster so, <laughs> I would have folded like cheap long furniture if, uh, if that was the case so we uh, we we grinded it all the way out and I think it was this second to last game when we clinched that wild yep. card we're going up the steps and Manny uh, tapped me on the shoulder and said hey buddy I want you to win this thing I'm not going to play tomorrow <laughs> and I was like holy cow I was like are you sure about that <laughs> game if I don't start the game if I come in 
what percentage is his teeter. Uh, <laughs> he had less at bat, so if he got a hit, he would catapult over me to be in the lead and what I needed to, <laughs> to get to, to uh, beat him if, if uh, you know, I was – if I if I did get a hit or didn't get a hit, you know, so we we were doing this all night. It was great, all on a napkin at the, at the <laughs> bar. And ended up deciding, you know, I'm not going to start. But uh, what was crazy is I had an incentive for one more at bat to get a hundred dollars. Oh man, I didn't know that. And the, and the night before, Theo came to me and said, uh, "Hey, I'm going to honor that whether you get an at bat tomorrow or not." Oh. And I was like, "Wow, that's really cool." And so I was, you know, I was kind of torn between that and obviously, you know, how do I handle this? Because I don't handle those situations very well or it's all about me. I didn't really approach the game that way. So, um, I was a complete disaster. <laughs> and, uh, fortunately the last game of the season back in the day, they all started at different times. And so the Yankees were about, they were about 30 minutes ahead of us. And, uh, so I was up in the clubhouse there in Tampa and sitting in that guy's office, clubhouse guy's office, and watching the Yankee game. And <laughs> after every at-bat, I'd run down all those steps. There's like, I don't know, there's like 30 steps yeah, that you yeah. can go up and down to get in the clubhouse in Tampa from the dugout. And I'd run down there, and I'd stand right next to Grady, and I was like, oh for 1. And he'd be like, all right. And I'd run back up, watch another at-bat. And I knew Jeter was was fighting hard because I think at one point he tried to find And I was like, man, he wants it. He knows all he needs is one. And uh, so uh, sure enough, he didn't get it. And uh, I went in there about the seventh inning. You, see, you still want an at-bat, you still got it, whether you get get a knock here or not still percentage wise so i i go in there and uh man my legs are shaking and here's the batting title when a first pitch pop up to the pitcher you know right there's your batting champ right there boys yeah so that was a good day i mean and obviously in the last couple of weeks here in boston we've gone through it a little bit with bogarts when did it kind of come on your radar? And, and when you do see somebody going for a battle title in this respect, it was, you know, for a while it was Judge and Arise and, and Bogarts. Can you sort of relate to what they're going through in the last couple of weeks? Well, not so much because, you know, like, I feel like the media and social media and all that is so, so blown up since our time. Like, we didn't have social media. You know, the cell phones were, were kind of going, but they weren't like they are now. And, and you just can't run from it's all it surrounds you day and night and uh so what what these guys go through now is uh it i don't know how they do it Mm. because it's 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 hard to there's no time to shut it off everywhere you go like i thought it was difficult to wake up the next morning and see the the red Sox game on you know right when i wake up at 10 in the morning that was on and i was like god i can't get away from it you know (laughs) gonna move on whether i had a good game or bad game and here for these young men you know, it's uh, it's uh, it, it can you can drown in it a little bit. So, they're to to have the mental fortitude that these guys go through and to be able to manage that, it's pretty damn good. I, I would I would have needed a psychologist. <laughs> Bill, you and you bring up a good point in in. You know, the 2003-2004 teams with the Red Sox, I mean, they were such great personalities, and obviously, you know, the, we know what happened in 2004, but can you imagine what it would have been like, like this time with social media, with that group? Would it I, Maybe it wouldn't have been any different. I don't know, but as you're talking, I'm just sort of thinking about that. 
Uh, I'm just happy there wasn't a social media. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. I, I'm happy. You know, that's, you know, I, it, well, it, just personally, you know, because I, you know, you, you just try and put games behind you and good or bad. You don't want to drink the Kool-Aid. You don't want to absorb the, the bad stuff too much. And I think for, in, for that regard, uh, to, you know, take on the next day as a new day, it, it just helped me personally. So, um, I'm, and then all the other stuff, the distractions of things, you know, that could be going on with, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I'm just happy I didn't have to uh, face those types of obstacles. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so so this spin it to a 2004 and, um, you know, obviously, you know, the big moment and by the way, go to your Wikipedia page. Right there, front and center, your numbers off Mariano. Congratulations, by the way. I mean, this is <laughs> like over I just, four. Hey, I just shut my eyes at the right time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. But um, so take me back to that that at bat. And, and you know, we we love doing this. Where we obviously the Dave Roberts steal, but. And we love saying this is the most important bat. This is the most important this and most important that. Like I say, the grand slam that David Ortiz hit against the Tigers in 2013, where he had to hit a grand slam to tie the game, may have been the most important hit. But you, you certainly have a case there. I mean, for for what you did, can you, can you take me back to that moment? Um, what, and I know you probably talked about this a lot, but still, it's such an important time. And and I think that we focus so much on the steal, but you know. Let's talk about some of your your big hit. Well, uh, I, I say this over and over again. It, it just wasn't uh, how I, you know, I was fortunate to be put in that situation and be able to handle it at the time. But it was more of a a team concept that prefaced all that to that moment. So, you know, our guys having the ability to compete and have good at bats and and uh, to be as competitive as we were against Mariano. Uh, and I say this because, you know, like, you know, we'll be playing a team, we'll be playing Baltimore and the game would end, we'll flip on the TV and, and uh, you know, the Yankees are up there in Toronto and, and nine pitches later the game's over. Mm. And our guys just kept finding a way to manage uh, to, you know, tinker with with Mario Mariano's head in some capacity and what happened was he just started to instead of living with that cutter in all the time is it almost felt like he's he's tried to and I've never spoken to him about it um tried to start backdooring the cutter to some of us lefties Mm -hmm. and uh his accuracy um just didn't seem as good as what it was when he buried it in and maybe he was trying to go in and left it out but it's it seemed like more often or not there was there was a little bit more of a change in pattern um with our guys than it was um 
you know, against any other team in our division. And, and I think that's what basically helped us because the big home run that I hit and the, and the big hit up the middle were all balls left out over the plate again that I didn't, I took advantage of. I didn't, I hit the mistake, but normally he doesn't make those types of mistakes. And, um, you know, um, just fortunate to be able to handle that type of, uh, situation and, and, uh, be successful to some degree, you know, again, once Dave got to second base, my job was really to try and get him over. And, and my mindset was again, to the team of let's get him to third with one out and we can get this guy in. And by trying to be, uh, you know, hold the rope, it just worked out that, uh, I moved him over and got him in. And, uh, I just tried to keep it as simple as possible. And, and again, didn't miss the mistake that was left out over. Is that something that, if you can remember going back, is that something that sort of not only was in your head that maybe he's trying to backdoor these cutters a little bit more or something that it, it permeates through the clubhouse? Said, hey, listen, this is the way that he's approaching us. We see this. So, and I know it's one pitch. He's throwing the one pitch. But what is it something that you guys talked about that he was doing? You know, you're always talking about ABs against the toughest guys, and you're always comparing notes, and you're always watching the game. And and I think collectively as a group, you know, we're we're always trying to find or hunt a weakness to some degree to to help with our success or help with our consistency. And you know, with with this group and how we you know work together and and play together, and I think it was just a bunch of guys that love to grind and love to play and and uh wanted to be the best that we could and and uh everybody understood their role and and managed themselves the, the right way and you know i you know I can't say enough about the, the competitive spirit to win and these guys you know we there's a lot of us that wanted to win and we knew there was more than one way to win a baseball game Sometimes, uh, you know, you had to do it base running. Dave Roberts knew um, one of his, you know, carrying tools was to be able to steal base at any moment, any time in a game. And, you know, guys coming off the, the bench to pinch hit, you know. And so everybody absorbed uh, their best quality and, and uh, performed at, at, at the, the key, key moments during all that playoff run. And it took the whole team to do it, not just – not just myself. You know, we, we talk about, and obviously you're you're a student of the game, you're a, hit, a long-time hitting coach, you're a good hitter. Um, one of the conversations that's come up recently is has been around the Aaron Judge stuff. Is this the most impressive season of, of a hitter? Because, you know, of, of there's more technology, pitchers are throwing harder, so forth and so on. And I'm not asking you to define that, but I do want to ask you, is this – how much has that is that a legitimate argument that it is tougher for hitters now because of technology or is it the vice versa is it the hitters is it almost in some sense easier because they have more technology what's your view of that well i would say um it's a it's a it's a big question there's a there's a lot of uh a lot of ways uh, you can approach it, but um, yeah, are the are the pitchers throwing harder? Yes. Um, 
are they more reliant on their velo than location? Maybe. Hmm. Um, are they reading swings uh, as much as they the the guys back in our time did without the technology? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, I, you know, I I would say that um, I would say. The informa- there's there's so much more information out there, yes, but how much are people absorbing? How much is it being applied? Um, yeah, I, look, any time in any era or anything that somebody accomplishes something that great, it's it's has to be, you know, it it has to be spoken about that it's one of the the greatest accomplishments mm. 100% but as far as dissecting it to uh, you know there uh, like I, I would think you would have to individually talk to these guys that these pitchers and you know how much you know from what I'm seeing they're not reading swings so right right um, they're relying on their their physical ability and and uh, you know but you know maybe it's a broad statement some are no. you know a lot that to me when I'm watching a game I and some aren't but um, yeah it, I mean um, it, it's there's it, it, a lot that goes into it I know and, and like the and like yeah. you said it's it's um you know I guess maybe like one of the things that's interesting and you being a hitting coach can relate to this is and, and this came up with Joe Madden uh a few weeks ago and i just talked to him a few days ago about it was the the relaying of the information like you talk about reading swings like there's so much information certainly i would imagine more than back when you played and and how difficult is it to like sift through it i mean it's just too much sometimes i would imagine yeah and yes there is a lot of information, but how does it apply to you? How can you simplify that that information to make it, uh, you know, say, you know, turn the corner in in an, in a category that you're insufficient in, or sustain your consistency in a category that um, you need to sustain for for success? Um, yeah, everyone's different in how they are applying and or understanding and you know it's 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 so subjective it's 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 great the information's awesome uh but it's an individual based type thing is how how do people operate at game speed in big moments with all that information what what is best applied to that person to be successful in those big moments or consistently throughout an entire season and you know that's ultimately is what you're trying to apply with all that information is what works best for your player what would what would 2022 bill miller be like would he be the same guy pretty much as you as you were or would you have been one of these guys or sort of taking the deep dive give me more and more and more information you know, I would. Um, I'm a process guy, so I would. I would. Um, I would go through it and um, 
in increments. So, you know, once I get past uh, an understanding of the information that I and how I apply it and, and uh, have confidence with it out on the field, then I would move to the next category. But, uh, you know, I, I, I would not try and bite off more than I could chew because, you know, you have to be able to apply yourself out here on the field the right way. And, and sometimes if you overload yourself emotionally with uh, too much information, um, you know, it can be a distraction. And this game's a physical game and a, and a human analytic game. Um, so um, that's kind of how I'd approach it a little at a time. Sure. Well, last thing, Bill, is what hitter, what hitter are you, that you've been around playing, coaching, whatever, is has been the most impressive guy. And I know that you've been around a lot and there's a lot of great players and everything else, but I don't know if there's one guy that jumps out that, that you were just like, wow, you know, like, 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 like almost like Ted Williams, wow. But, like, is there one guy that, that, that you'll always go back remember? It's like, that's, man, like, let me tell you, gather around. This kid was pretty incredible. Yeah, Tony Gwynn. Ooh, nice. Tony Gwynn was probably the most impressive to me on on uh, hitting and the consistency and just the, the presence, the calmness, the confidence, the execution, and the plan. It just seemed like he was always in full control of an at-bat. And uh, just from games played against him, I never really got to spoke to him, speak to him or be around him or hit on the same team with him, but uh, from afar, he was he was my favorite guy to 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 watch. That's a good one. Well, Bill, I really appreciate you taking the time, and yeah. uh, I mean it's a lot of fun to to think back. And I do remember, I do remember you would have no recollection of this, but I do remember being in the Vinoy uh, lobby or the the restaurant there um, the day before the last game. I didn't realize that things were being drawn up on napkins, but yeah, that's what we're. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and uh, you know what? After that, when I wanted uh, Jerry and 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 Grady, we flew to Oakland, and they said, "Hey, meet me down the, at the at the lobby." And and uh, Jerry went over to some local liquor store and he got a bottle of champagne. We went to some sushi place where the boats go in circles, and. Uh, <laughs> bought me dinner and celebrated with champagne uh, uh, for the batting title so those two guys are pretty spectacular take some time and do that well that's so, awesome that's awesome. awesome well bill thanks thanks so much for taking the time really yeah, appreciate it cool.